We want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Welcome back to another episode of the Fourth and Gold Podcast. I am your host, Colin Settle, and I got a special one for you today. This is going to be the first episode in a three-part series leading up to this year's NFL Draft called Mock Draft Monday. Now, I'm going to be taking you through. I have my Mock Draft pretty much ready to go, but to go a little bit more in-depth than just talking about the players a little bit, I'm going to split it up into three parts, and on that third week, that's at, that Monday, that following weekend is the draft. So these next three episodes on Mondays, are going to be talking about the mock draft and who I think is going where this year. Now, to start off, we are first going to take a look. I'm just going to jump into it. We're not going to we're not going to mess around and do anything that we don't need to do. I want to talk about these players. I'm going to go through my top 10. Now, I did do my top 10 on the very first episode, but it was very quick, brief overview of you know who I thought was going where I didn't really go that in depth on things but now that I have a little bit more data I have a little bit more time to look over things I'm going to go a little bit more in depth on where I think these players are going to go why I think they're going to go there and how they are going to be able to help these teams now with the first pick in the draft we have the Cincinnati Bengals the Bengals have a couple different needs here their top three all right quarterback they need some offensive line help, and they need some defensive help in the box there in that front seven with the linebacking core. But if you ask me, the most important position on the entire team has to be that quarterback. It has to be, and they need one. They desperately need one. Nothing against Andy Dalton. But they need somebody else to come in here and help figure out these issues that they're having. So with the first pick in the draft, and no surprise, the Bengals are going to take Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is the number one quarterback coming into this class. In my opinion, he's number two in true talent behind the guy who I think is going to go second, who we'll talk about here in a little bit. But Joe Burrow is the guy that the Bengals need. He can throw the ball. He can move around the pocket. We saw him do it this last season setting records and whatever else. This guy can get it done. Now, this shouldn't come to a surprise to anybody because everyone is saying, oh, Joe is going to go first. And I don't, I don't want to overspeak it because everybody, everybody knows it's going to happen. I'm not saying that it will. I think it's personally going to happen. And everybody else on ESPN is saying it's going to happen. And I don't see why it shouldn't happen. But... I do want to talk about some other guys, so I'm going to move on. The Washington Redskins have the second pick. A couple of needs for them. They need offensive line help. They need some tight ends. And they definitely need some help at the wide receiver position. But, if you just look at who is on this board, and you look at true talent, Chase Young is the, the best player in this entire draft. There is no doubt in my mind that he is highest in true talent. He is highest out of anybody in this draft that can get stuff done. 
Now, if we take a look at the Redskins roster real quick, they do have Monte Sweat, who they did take in last year's draft. But they don't have anyone on the other side of the ball. They have Cameron Malzo, who I've never Malvo, who I've never heard of before doing research here. And they also have Miles Humphrey, who I've also never heard of. Montez Sweat is a good player. Is he the best? No. Was he the best rookie? No. But he can get it done. They need somebody on the other side that can force some pressure here on a quarterback that can put a lot of stress on the quarterback. And that's really that's really the ultimate goal here for them right now. They do need the defensive help. And everyone's saying, "Oh, they're going to take a quarterback." No, you don't have to. And I think that's I think that's dumb. To do to Dwayne Haskins what you did to Josh Rosen is idiotic to me. And I've said it before. Do I think Josh Rosen is a good quarterback? Yeah, of course I do. That's why he's in the league. But I do think that he was treated a little unfairly. Now, is Kyler Murray a better quarterback than he is? Yes. But I just don't think it's fair to a guy to get drafted only when a couple games have a lackluster rookie season and then just have them move on. It seems like a waste to me. And I feel like Josh Rosen wasn't given a fair chance. But Dwayne Haskins can also play quarterback. That's why he's in the league. That's why he's starting for the Redskins. And I don't think there's a need to move on from him yet. I really don't. I think that he can get it done. And I really feel like Montez Sweat and Chase Young are the two guys that are going to be able to get it done defensively. From a, from a defensive line point, there are other defensive players in this draft that are very good. But if you're looking for true talent, if you're looking for raw athleticism, I am telling you right now, Chase Young is the guy to go with. Now, there are rumors that the Redskins will be looking to trade back with the Dolphins. And I'll talk about the Dolphins' reason for that here in a minute. But if the Redskins trade back... They are not getting Chase Young. I can guarantee you that. If they trade back to what is pick number five with the Dolphins, they will not get Chase Young. They're going to have to settle for somebody else, which I think is 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 not the right move for them right now. Are there other really good defensive players in this draft? Yes, there are. But like I said, if you are looking for true talent, somebody that will improve your defense as soon as they step on the field. Chase Young is the guy. Now, at number three, we have the Detroit Lions. The Lions had a rough patch this season. They've had a couple rough seasons before that as well. They looked promising before the season, but then things started to fall apart as the season went on. Now, top needs for the Lions right now cornerback, defensive line, and offensive line. There are a lot of good offensive linemen in this draft. A lot that are going to go in the top 10, top 15. 
But if you ask me, losing your all-pro cornerback in Darius Slay is an issue, and you need to fill that hole. And I said it week one that either this guy that I'm about to talk about is going to either replace or play next to Darius Slay, and I and I really think that's going to happen. Jeff Akuda, out of Ohio State, cornerback, is the guy that this team needs right now. He's a playmaker. He can fly around. He's fast. He's physical. And he can play the game of football just flat out. But if you look at the Detroit Lions, they need another cornerback right now. Jeff Okuda is that guy. I'm telling you right now. With the loss of Darius Slay, Jeff Okuda is the guy. I don't really have much else to say about him. I think if you watch his game tape, it speaks for itself. I really do. The New York Giants, now this is a a very tricky one in my mind. The Giants have the fourth pick in the draft. They need offensive line. They need defensively an edge threat. They need a safety or they need a linebacker. They, that entire defense needs help right now for the New York Giants. So with this fourth pick in the draft, I firmly believe, not saying that they will, but I firmly believe if everything plans out that it already has with these first three picks, that the New York Giants will take Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. Now, the Giants need help. They really do. If I if I look at this roster right now, I do not see a player on that defense that has significantly made an impact in the NFL over the last three years, two years. They only have two players within the top 25 of their positions, and that is Corey Belenti and Jabril Peppers up at safety. Only two players that are in the top 25 of their position. That's not good. That's not good at all. So with the fourth pick in the draft, the New York Giants will take Isaiah Simmons to help that defense. Yeah, they need to protect Daniel Jones. They do. That's an issue. But there are a lot of good linemen in this draft. But if you ask me, looking at this defense, that is the number one thing that needs to be addressed right now. Because Daniel Jones showed that he could do it. He showed that he could play, not necessarily win all the games, but at least put his team in position to possibly win the games that they need to win. Isaiah Simmons is the best linebacker coming out of this draft. There are a couple more that I think will probably go in the first round that I'll talk about here next week and the week after. But Isaiah Simmons is by far the best linebacker, and in my opinion, the second or third best defensive player in this entire draft. It would be a very sore mistake 
for the New York Giants not to take him. Now, like I said earlier, the Redskins and the Dolphins might be looking to trade. That is a rumor that has been thrown around for the last couple weeks, however long it's been. Do I think this is going to happen? Maybe. Do I think it should happen? Absolutely not. It's, it's, it's not, it's a waste, really. If you look at these teams' needs, the Redskins don't need a quarterback. Detroit doesn't need a quarterback right now, especially with some of the quarterbacks coming up in next year's draft. And the Giants don't need a quarterback. The Miami Dolphins, though, do need a quarterback. They also need offensive line. They could take some running back help, although they just traded for one. They need some safety and some edge help as well on defense. But the Miami Dolphins need a quarterback. And if you ask me, Joe Burrow is the number one quarterback in this draft. No doubt. But Tua Tagovailoa is the second best quarterback in this draft. Now, people are concerned with his ability to stay healthy, and I don't think that's an issue. If he is the healthiest guy in the world, he could definitely state a case for the best quarterback in this draft. But because of his injury status, that's that's his main issue right now. But the Dolphins will most likely take two up over the other quarterbacks left. He's shown that he can get it done. He's proved himself. He's a good quarterback. He can play ball. But his injury situation is the thing that's holding him back, which I think shouldn't. But I do think that it should be taken into consideration. Now, the main reason the Dolphins would trade up would be to get Tua. But like I said, none of these other teams need a quarterback right now. And if the Redskins were to take a quarterback, why would they trade? This trade just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't need to happen. The Dolphins would also be losing another draft pick. It just, this whole this whole situation with, with the trading up to get this quarterback that nobody else is going to take is just silly to me. It doesn't make sense. It seems like a waste. You're going to be losing another draft pick, like I said. It does not make sense to me. Another team looking for quarterbacks is the Chargers, after losing Phillip Rivers. Now, the Chargers also need a quarterback. They need some offensive line help. And they need some help on that defense at the linebacker position. But like I said, the quarterback is the most important position on this field. And there are two guys in my mind. I really don't know who they're going to take yet. I really don't. Because... One of these two guys is going to be taken by the Chargers, and the one that isn't going to be taken is going to be taken by the Patriots. I'm telling you right now. And I'll probably talk about that next week. But the two guys in my mind right now are Justin Herbert and Jordan Love out of Oregon and Utah, respectively. The Chargers need a quarterback. They need need somebody. They need somebody to come in unless they're going to trade for Cam Newton and not waste a draft pick on a quarterback when they can get a perfectly good guy in free agency right now. 
which seems like the smartest move so that you can draft somebody else to help Cam out. But Justin Herbert and Jordan Love, I'm conflicted on. I really can't tell who is the better player at this point in time. Jordan Love has shown more poise in the pocket. He's shown that he can throw the ball pretty effectively. And he's shown that he can withstand pressure. A couple things that Justin Herbert has been able to do, but also hasn't been able to do. Personally, in my opinion, I think Jordan Love is a better quarterback. I think he's more developed, and I think he's smarter as a passer. But that doesn't mean that Justin Herbert is not a good quarterback. That's why he's here. That's why people are saying his name right now. But if you were to ask me, what's probably going to happen is that the Chargers are going to take Justin Herbert. What I think should happen is they'll take Jordan Love. Because I think Jordan Love is a better quarterback. But the Chargers will most likely take Herbert. Speaking of Cam Newton, his former team, the Carolina Panthers, also need some help. They need some D-line help. They need some cornerback help. A little bit of edge threat. They need some offensive line help. And they also need some linebacker help. Now, here's the other conundrum that I find in this draft. Is that the New York Giants could take Isaiah Simmons. They could, which I think they should. But if they don't, the next best guy for that team is Jedrick Wills, the tackle out of Alabama. Now, this is another thing that I could see happening is if the Giants take Isaiah Simmons, then the Panthers will take Jed Wills, Jedrick Wills. But if the Giants take Wills, the Panthers will then in turn take Simmons. With the loss of Luke Keekley in the middle of that defense, they need somebody to fill that hole. Isaiah Simmons is that guy. He's fast, he's physical, he knows the game of football. If the Panthers want to trade up to get him, I think that would be fantastic. That's probably the best possible thing that they could do right now. Because they still need a quarterback. If you don't trust Teddy Bridgewater or P.J. Walker, which I do. Some people might be hesitant. I personally don't think that they need to take a quarterback, but some people might. But in my opinion... You need to find a way to protect that guy. And Isaiah Simmons is one of the more well-rounded, better players in this draft, as I said previously. So I really do think that the Panthers will be taking Jedrick Wills, tackle, out of Alabama, who is the best offensive lineman in this draft. You can't go wrong with this guy. He's ready to go. His footwork is there. He's very intelligent. He has great technique, something that some of these other guys in this draft can't say. He is the most well-rounded and best offensive lineman in this draft. And that is why the Carolina Panthers will be taking him out of Alabama. Speaking of offensive linemen, the Arizona Cardinals need somebody to protect 
their quarterback, Kyler Murray. A very talented quarterback, I will say that. He's very talented. He's very good at what he does. But they need somebody to protect him. They need offensive line, a little bit of edge threat, and some D-line help. But the most important thing is making sure your quarterback does not get sacked. Something that the Cardinals and other teams have struggled with in the past. But when you have a young quarterback that's forced to run around for his life every single play, that's an issue. That is why I think the Arizona Cardinals will be taking Mekhi Becton out of Louisville. He's a hometown guy, which I think helps him a lot. But with that, I think he's also one of the better tackles in this draft. All these top offensive linemen are tackles, so somebody's going to have to give. But the thing with Makai is he is 6'7", 360-some pounds, and ran a 5'140", or something like that. He's a big guy who can move. Dude can move, which is awesome. But you need somebody big like that on the outside who can reach and keep those long-arm defensive ends at bay who can also move his feet. He's very fast. You watch him. He can move his feet. He knows what he's doing. But you look at some of these other guys who just struggle to do that. Do I think they might take somebody else over him? Probably. But I do think Makai Becton is the second-best offensive lineman in this draft, and that he will drastically help this Arizona Cardinals team. Speaking of big boys, the Jacksonville Jaguars are planning to release Yannick Ngakwe. They did franchise tag him, but he didn't want to play there anymore for whatever reason he feels fit right now. And I don't blame him. I really don't. Everybody else is leaving, so why not him? But the Jacksonville Jaguars need somebody to fill that hole. They need some cornerback help. They need some edge threat help. And they need some defensive line help. That entire defense that was absolutely stacked just a few years ago, I believe it was 2017, you have Miles Jack, you have Yannick Ngakwe, you have Calais Campbell, you have all these guys, A.J. Bouye, Jalen Ramsey. This, this defense was absolutely phenomenal. But now they're all gone. They need somebody who's going to be able to come in, make a play, and keep that team where they need to be and help them excel. And the guy to do that is Derek Brown. He's a defensive tackle out of Auburn. Derek Brown is very physical. He's very smart. He can see the play before it even happens. I'm telling you right now. He's quick off the ball. He's good at using his hands. And he can read a play very well. I really do believe that Derek Brown is the guy right now for Jacksonville to help that defense get back to where it needs to be. Also, speaking again of big boys, with the 10th pick, we have the Cleveland Browns. 
Now, the Browns have a lot of issues, if that's not apparent. They have all the talent in the world, but they can't do anything with it. Why? I do believe, and I've talked about it in the past, that Baker Mayfield is the problem with the Browns. I really do. They have two really good running backs on this team right now. They have a multitude of wide receiver options, and they have multiple tight ends that can drastically help this team. And the defense is doing their best, but the offense needs to step it up. And Baker is the reason why they're not, you know, producing. But I think you need better protection to help him do that. The Browns need offensive line help. They need some safety help, and they need some linebacker help. But if you look, there's not really a ton left for that. Isaiah Simmons is gone. You could possibly look to a guy from Oklahoma that I'm going to talk about here in a couple episodes to help with that linebacking core. You could look at some other safety help. But I do believe that the one thing that they need is somebody to fill that hole that Joe Thomas left. Joe Thomas, one of the best offensive linemen probably to ever play the game. He played something like 20,000 whatever consecutive snaps. Didn't miss a single play for like 10 years. It was crazy. But they need somebody to fill that hole. And who is the next best guy up? I do believe that the Browns will be taking Tristan Wirfs, another tackle, out of Iowa. Now here's the issue with Tristan Wirfs and why I have him ranked as the third best tackle in this draft I really have an issue with the way that he moves like Lyman obviously aren't going to be fast except for the exception of Mekhi Becton but the way that Tristan Wirfs plays the game is concerning speaking in offensive line terms You have a kick step and a post step. That's your two rudimentary ways of moving as an offensive lineman in pass protection. Running the ball, I think they're fine. They have have guys like Nick Chubb in the backfield, Kareem Hunt, they're fine there. But to help Baker be the best quarterback that he can possibly be, what's the job of the quarterback? To throw the ball. You need somebody that can provide him with the time for that. And Tristan Wirf's issue is that his technique needs some work. And that definitely can be fixed and helped at the next level. But the way that he moves is not rudimentary to what the NFL looks for. It's there, but it it, it needs help. What he does is when he takes his kick step to get back, he does not keep his shoulders parallel to the line of scrimmage, meaning that he turns his shoulders, leaving himself vulnerable to a power rush from a guy, let's say, like Chase Young. Now, at the collegiate level, he's not going to have to deal with with powerful all-pro-type defensive ends trying to bull rush him every play. 
But if he leaves himself vulnerable, that's not that's not going to help. When he turns his shoulders, it doesn't allow him to stay square to be able to pick up a blocker head on. And that's the issue that he runs into. Is he gets stunted by by a long arm in the shoulder which knocks him off balance and allowing that defensive end to come inside and get a sack or a hit on the quarterback. It's something that we've seen before. And it's something that he has an issue with. But don't get me wrong. He's a good player. He's a very good offensive lineman. That's why we're saying his name. He can get it done. He's only a junior as well. He's a young guy. But if I were looking for an offensive lineman, I'd probably take Jed Wills and Makai over him. Strictly for the technique that he has not been able to show. That's my top 10. That's what I got. Joe Burrow, Chase Young, Jeff Akuda, Isaiah Simmons, Tua Tagovailoa, most likely Justin Herbert, maybe Jordan Love, Jedrick Wills, Makai Becton, Derek Brown, and Tristan Wirfs finishing off with the Cleveland Browns with the 10th pick. Now, again, this does not include trades. It doesn't include anything else. This is just strictly what we have right now. And I really do think that this is most likely what's going to happen. If you disagree, let me know. On Twitter, at Colin Settle. Or on the or on the, the show's Twitter, at 4th and 919. On the Facebook page, at 4th and 919. Anywhere you want, really. Let me know. Let's talk about it. I would love to. Let's get that engagement going. I want to talk to you guys. Let me know what you think. This has been another installment of Fourth and Goal. I cannot thank you all enough for listening. Once again, I am your host, Colin Settle. And remember, when it's Fourth and Goal, we're going for it. We'll see you next time.